Hi, all you hungry people out there. Welcome to Hungry Cat Daily with Nick and Lance, the podcast where we'll be recapping every Garfield comic from A to Z, Garftober Spook Edition. My name is Nick Ramirez. I'm joined here with my co-host, uh, Lance um, Killstrap, or Lance with a sword, Killstrap. And I f- forgot that I am demonic, Ram- Ramirez. And it's Garftober Spook, and it's the 12th day of Garftoberfest. <laughs> It's not the twelfth day of Garftoberfest. It's the twelfth day of the twelve days of Garftoberfest, and it's the end of Garftober Spook, uh, the the big week that ends Garftoberfest. Um, because tomorrow is Halloween, Lance. Are you in the Halloween spirit? Yeah, I wore a costume. Can't you tell? <laughs> yeah, it's a Santa costume. Mm, it's the only one I have. Okay. It's the only um, Santa costume you have. <laughs> oh no, I actually do have two. I just mean Santa is the only option I have as far as costumes go. Well, who's that voice we hear but our own uh, Chrissy Murder Shackleford? <laughs> murder? Sh- oh, I get it. Murder Shack. So, like a Murder Shack? Um, I've never made my name spooky, but I have made it autumnal. Mm, I saw that on Twitter. Thank you. Crispy Leaf Shacklegord. <laughs> <laughs> So you could have introed me with that. Yeah, it could be also Chrissy Hackleford. (gasps) That's really good. I also I think I called you our our own (laughs) Chrissy. Yeah, it was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I just let it fly. I'm not sure why you're. No, I mean Hungry Cat Daily is what made me, and (laughs) (laughs) you guys are my home. You're my home base. Um, I mean, that's what got you, John Oliver, right? <laughs> oh yeah, they were like, we didn't even read your packet, but we watched that <laughs> daily, and we were sold. Chrissy's from uh, John Oliver, and She's not from there either. <laughs> <laughs> from she's John Oliver's own Chrissy Shackleford. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to tie me to men, Nick. <laughs> oh, um, well. Before we get started, we're, we're going to do a very special episode of <laughs> Hungry Cat Daily where we recap the Garfield Halloween Adventure, which actually, that's not the original title, but we'll get on that later. But first, we have a big announcement. Of course, it's day 12 of the 12 days of Garftoberfest, or day 12 of the 12 days of Garftober Spook, which I think we landed on. Is that right? Is that right, Lance? Yeah, I think that's what we landed on. And by we, um, I mean you. <laughs> And of course, every day 12 of the 12 days of Garf Chopper Spook, we release the rankings. Um, so those are up now at, at HungryCatDaily.com. You can see where we've ranked all the Garfield comic strips reviewed so far. Now, Chrissy, if yeah. someone were to say to you, <laughs> release the rankings, what would you assume that that's a reference to? Um, okay, so that's a great question because I'm trying to put together the dots in my head as well. And having done the podcast before, I do know that you rank every comic strip. So that's my only contextual clue here. However, because you're saying it in that voice and it seems directly tied to Garftober Spookfest, it, it seems like you're ranking the 12 things that you're, that you're talking about in, Garf, in Garftober Fest. So, uh, I mean, yeah, we're releasing all the rankings. The, what I was specifically asking was, wh- what do you think 
Nick thinks that's from. Oh, is it like that release the Kraken thing? Yes, <laughs> thank you. That's not how he says it. There's no way. I don't even Liam know. Liam Neeson just says, release the Kraken. Sorry, I gave you a really in-depth answer no. when you wanted no. something. It was a it was a better answer because clearly releasing the rankings makes no difference to anybody. Yeah, we're releasing the our comic strip rankings, uh, which I think we've. Yep. Okay. I guess I should change it to release all the rankings, just to make it clear. Um, but yeah, I think we've done like a hundred and I can check right here. Actually, we've ranked one hundred and fifteen. Yep, Hungry Cat Daily. And I think I'll have links to the, I haven't done this yet, but there, it'll have links to all the uh, comic strips we reviewed and our rankings and our guest rankings, our ratings, our ratings. And it'll have them all ranked in a neat little spreadsheet there for you guys to check out. So <laughs> if anybody ever wanted to see those, you can now. Um, well, I, that that's all the business I had up top, Lance. Did you have any Garfield news? Um. No, no, I feel like this is a big episode. We should just get to it. Okay, well, let's start the recap. So today we're looking at Garfield's Halloween Adventure, uh, the 1985 animated special from Garfield. Uh, It was originally called Garfield in Disguise. Did you guys know that? I did know that um, because that's, that's what it was called when I watched it. What do you mean what when you, mean? you like back when it aired? Yeah, when I was a kid and I watched the Garfield Halloween special, that's what it was called. So you retained this. This was not like <laughs> No, I mean that I, like when you watched it again, you were like, I remember some of this. I remember the only thing I remember from it is what they wore, their costumes. Mm-hmm. And I remember Garfield saying candy, 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 candy. Candy, 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 candy. <laughs> that was my favorite part. It, uh, that so it was clearly mine said, too. It looks to be me candy. <laughs> <laughs> it do be me candy. So is this like iconic to people? Sorry. I think it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's For some like, reason, it, was... it just sticks out in a lot of people's memories. Well, and I think a big part of it is people were scared by by it. Um, or, you know, little kids. I was scared by that, the old man. The He's old man's kind of scary. He's got a big booming voice. He's kind of um, scary. Just some context. It originally aired on CBS on October 30th, 1985. And you can actually watch the original CBS broadcast from 85 on, on uh, YouTube with commercials. And I want to say it's won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program. Can you believe it? That's huge. Wow. And uh, another note, the only other thing nominated was another Garfield animated special. Oh, so it won against one other contender, which was itself? Yes. Okay. So I maybe there just was no more animation that year. This The only things that were animated that year were Garfield. But uh, oh. let's let's dive into the, into the uh, recap. I, which I think I already said we were doing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> this is this is new to us. We're used to recapping three panel comic strips. There's probably like, like uh, if there if there's 27 panels per second, and this is roughly 24 minutes. How many panels is that, Lance? Uh, do you want me to do the actual math? <laughs> no, you don't. I have do to get math. my calculator out. Okay. The special starts when Garfield is awakened early in the morning by Binky the Clown. 
My favorite moment about that moment of um, Binky revealing that it's Halloween to Garfield is that he then turns off the TV, goes, wait, what? I could get candy? Turns back on the TV, has to flip through several channels to get back to Binky. And Binky seemingly picks up right where he left off in thought (laughs) and says, that's right, kids. I said Halloween. My first note about this w- w- was about that. Um, I-, I-, I just wrote, is Garfield controlled by Binky? Because <laughs> Binky says do jumping jacks and Garfield just starts doing them. This is very reminiscent of like those Arnold Schwarzenegger kid aerobics videos. It felt like that's what it was hearkening to for me. I don't. No, those. Yeah, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger kid, aerobics. kid Aerobics. Well, I got those kids in shape. Guess whose turn it is now? Well, don't look at me that way. You're going to have a lot of fun. Trust me. Now, here to help me to pump you up are my friends, Locke, Mark, Paul, Rhonda, and, oh, uh, that's right, my mixed master, B. So what are you waiting for? Come on, get up, get ready. And remember, I'll be watching you. I also wanted to say... I thought it was odd that this clown is encouraging kids to exercise. <laughs> His line was, remember, kids, if you don't exercise with Binky, you'll grow up to be worthless. So he's like some <laughs> fitness guru yeah. or something. That was a good line, I thought. That was funny. <laughs> because, it was funny. Because you don't expect that the end of that sentence is going to be the word worthless. You expect it to be something about your physicality. But if you don't work out, you're worthless. Your life is worth nothing. At this point, Garfield sings a song. uh, Trick or Treat by Lou Rawls. What did you guys think of the song? Do you remember this one? So this is one thing I forgot about this special is that it ended with songs. And it's not clear whether or not Garfield's singing them. They have different singers, and sometimes he moves his mouth, and sometimes he doesn't move his mouth. (laughs) Yes, that Um, was so frustrating. (laughs) And yeah, he doesn't move his mouth, or he moves it. You have to, you have to pick a lane because uh he doesn't move his mouth when he talks either. So why would he move his mouth when he sings? But there would be times when he would move his fucking mouth, and it didn't make sense when the next song, when he's picking out his costume, it's the voice actor singing. Mm Maybe in the world of Garfield, the whole song takes place in Garfield's head because Garfield doesn't talk. It's all just his thoughts. But he talks to Odie. But again, his mouth doesn't move. He talks to John in this too. John seems to hear his thoughts. 100. Which answers a question that we had before about if in the cartoon, John can hear Garfield's thoughts. I think the answer is yes. I think the next scene is the one where uh, John is carving the jack-o'-lantern, which that we see behind Chrissy. Uh, yeah, so so Garfield covers himself in a blanket to surprise John, and then the jack-o'-lantern lands on John's head because he's so surprised he throws it up in the air, and John like keeps it there for a long time. <laughs> I gotta say, lots of pumpkins in this household that have a hole in the bottom. Because <laughs> the scene after this, Odie has a fucking pumpkin on his head too. But then Garfield thinks the pumpkin innards were of the lasagna persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That was weird. I loved that part. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he loves lasagna so much. He thinks anything that kind of looks like it is it. And then when John's like, that's not lasagna, Garfield takes the bowl and just drops it on the ground. And John doesn't bat a fucking eye. No, he's used to it. And at this point, uh, this is the part where Garfield has some real uh, zingers to deliver to Odie. Do you guys remember this part? Oh, yeah. He does a stand-up routine. Odie's so stupid he'd have to stand on a chair to raise his IQ. He's ugly, too. It would take two of them to get any uglier. (laughs) These are pretty good jokes. That second one is not good. It would take two of him to get any uglier. (laughs) I think that's a good joke. I think raise the IQ is a good joke. He's so ugly, he wouldn't have to wear a mask to go trick-or-treating on Halloween. (laughs) So Garfield and Odie go up to the attic to find some costumes. Just some of the stuff they found in, in, uh, in the attic. John's first bow tie. Is for his first bow tie. Did they did they call it that? Yeah. <laughs> Some sunglasses, cousin Wanda's wig, Aunt Orpha's false teeth. Orpha. John's kind of a freak. Roy Ogle's root. Hmm. Roy Ogle's root. <laughs> You're trying to elicit a reaction from us. What is that? <laughs> What's Roy Ogle's root? Roy Ogle's root? What does he hold when he says Roy Ogle's root? I couldn't tell what it was. I mean, he holds Roy Ogle's root. That's what he's <laughs> holding. Uh, it, at this point, we get another song, What Should I Be? This one's sung by Lorenzo Music. So at this point, we can assume that this is Garfield. If not singing it, then thinking it. I thought this, yes, this was Garfield for sure. I thought this was very fun. When I was watching, I was like, okay, this is a Halloween classic song that's got to be on all the playlists from here on out. It's Monster Mash level for me, I think. I thought I have no notes on this scene. I would I would say that I think I like it better when Lorenzo Music is singing the songs than when Lou Rawls is singing the songs, even though Lou Rawls is obviously a much better singer. I think when Lou Rawls sings it, it's a little too, like, Christmas special like it feels yeah. a little yeah. like Rudolph but I yeah. felt like that's what it was going for I thought it was like kind of like playing in, in the, at the fun of like oh this is like a Christmas special but it's Halloween instead Nick can I just real quick I did find a I found a, a three-year-old uh, reddit uh, thread uh, asking someone if they can explain Roy Ogle's roots uh, from the Garfield Halloween special uh, that was posted by Blue Jenna uh, and then uh, Naughty Pocket replied a year later. I got it. Roy Ogle was a plant breeder at Clemson. He worked with peas and sweet potatoes. Jim Davis grew up on a farm and had an interest in agriculture. So he may be familiar with that reference and put it in there as a joke. And then Blue Jenna came back and said, thanks. Wow. Lance, I'm really impressed. Much- <laughs> I found that on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> That was a deep cut joke, though. Like, who is that for? Like, his old farming buddies? And that's why they won the Emmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. It's kind of like a Dennis Miller reference. Like, this guy was then uh, was uh, <laughs> this guy was older than Roy Ogle's root, babe. 
Just because you say the word babe after a joke doesn't mean it's Dennis Miller. Oh, there it is. That's it. When you do that, that, that locks it in. Did I forget to say good evening, Lance? And what can I tell you? Yeah, you forgot to say your catchphrase, which is Dennis Miller's catchphrase. Is Garfield a kid? That is a question oh. I had. Because once they go trick-or-treating, Garfield is like, don't worry. They're just kids like us. Cody, will you stop guarding me? There's nothing to be frightened of. These are kids just like us who are out trick-or-treating for candy. Just like us. Do they think they're kids? Is that why John treats them like children? Humans? I mean, is it just because, because animals are idiots and so they're like of child level <laughs> intelligence i gotta say if they were kids their costumes were very inappropriate because when, they, <laughs> when they said they were kids i was like wait are they meant to be kids in this world and then i was like wait garfield's costume is shirtless odie's costume Ooh. is pantless like, look at Odie. His ass is out. And these are very inappropriate costumes if they are meant to be children in this world. It's a good point. Um, I was very confused by that. I I want to say it was just poor writing, but they did win the Emmy. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I will say, maybe I looked at my phone or something. What gets them to the boat? I think I missed that part. They get so scared they go to the boat? No, so they, no. They, there's a montage of just them trick-or-treating. They're go. They... They've got a bunch of candy and then they're walking home and Garfield sees this boat and he thinks, oh, if I take this boat to the across the ocean, I think it was an ocean. Oh, it's the big house <laughs> no. to get candy. Ocean. It's not the ocean. <laughs> he thinks that if he gets, he'll be able to get all the candy on the other side because nobody will, will nobody else will be over there. But Lance, I think it's the ocean. No, it's not the ocean. Nick, why do you think it's the ocean? Because there were pirates. Yeah, that doesn't mean that it. he went across the ocean. You think Garfield and Odie took a rowboat across the ocean and made it there later that same night. Okay, well, one thing I will have to say. At first, I was very, at first, a minute ago, I was very anti this is the ocean. But knowing what's coming later, I'm like, oh, is it? I mean, I don't think they cross the ocean. They cross probably like a little body of water that feeds into the ocean or that is connected to the ocean in some way. Because they're going but, to this island. Uh, okay, Nick, calm down. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to defend you in whatever way I can. <laughs> because not to like, you know, show my hand, show the cartoon's hand, but if they're going to say that pirates, real pirates hid out here then those real pirates probably did come from the ocean well guys they live in muncie indiana which is not <laughs> anywhere near the ocean lands it shows an incredible amount of restraint <laughs> that you let me talk that long <laughs> with knowing that fact before <laughs> saying it <laughs> Okay, uh, moving on. Garfield and Odie are lost at sea, and they but then they see land. It's this, and it's a scary house. They see they they walk into the house and they see this uh, nice roaring fire, and they say, "This place looks deserted." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> yeah, they um, seem but, very dumb during this sequence, which I thought was fun and relatable. <laughs> I definitely relate to people being dumb. Um, 
but so they they sit by the fire and then turn around. There's this creepy old man in a chair. Uh, and he says, shut up, you two. I wrote that down because I used to think shut up was a bad word. So when I was watching that as a kid, I probably thought, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but so this man reveals that uh, that that a hundred years ago, some pirates uh, crash landed at this house uh-huh. on a lake, I guess. <laughs> they took their pirate ship out to the lake and crash landed mm-hmm. here. Yeah, I have a uh, lot of questions about this, especially now knowing that they're in Muncie, Indiana. Do you know that this is essentially like the premise of The Fog, 1980s The Fog, the John Carpenter movie? It's a bunch of ghost pirates are going to come back 100 years later and this fog starts killing people and it's got it's loaded with ghost pirates. I didn't no. remember that. I've seen The Fog, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember that. This felt really dense, this whole pirate story for a kid's cartoon. Like the way it was written was like there were pirates who blah 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 and the government was after them and they had looted many ships and were pursued by government troops they were so heavily laden with their ill-gotten gains but it's that middle part that they they were so laden with their whatever that you're like what the fuck did you just say but i was like oh if i were a kid i would have not have retained this information at all one other thing the scary old man reveals that he was the cabin boy he was a 10-year-old cabin boy on this ghost pirate trip. So he's like 110 he's years over old. 100, yeah, he's over 100 years old. He's Did 110. He, he's pretty agile for someone being 110. And then the ghosts appear. The ghost ship approaches and the and Garfield and Nodi run inside saying they need to hide. And they say, nyak, 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 nyak. They're running around going, nyak, 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 nyak. I don't remember that. Then Odie, Odie buries his head in the potted flower and starts wagging his tail, which I thought was very cute. Not there, dummy. I just wanted to say that I thought the ghosts were scary. The way they were drawn and visually, because they didn't look like Casper ghosts. They looked like neon spirits. I Like I was saying, I think that's part of the reason why this is so memorable to so many people, kids who saw it when they were younger. Uh, it was because of the scary ghosts. They decide they have to swim for it. Then Garfield says, rats, I forgot I can't swim. And Odie saves Garfield from drowning. But they Mm -hmm. swim to the other side of the island. Yeah. They do. They get across. It's very sweet. You know, it's the classic tale of the bad boy wants to use the nerd for his own gain, for some sort of fun night out. And then the bad boy gets in trouble. The nerd bails the bad boy out. And then the bad boy realizes, hey, this nerd, not so nerd, maybe my friend. What, what is the, what, where else has that plot been used? It sounds very familiar, but I can't think of any examples. Yeah. What other movies say this nerd, not so nerd? <laughs> um, uh, well, let me do a quick Reddit search. Um, Blue Genie Baby says um this took place. <laughs> <laughs> i'll say it's it's almost ferris bueller's day off except that it was except more than like feel like ferris and cameron are actually friends mm, ferris for sure. just like likes the perks of his friendship but they are actually friends and care about each other from the beginning and ferris was trying to help was trying to help Cameron that whole day, pretty much. He was trying yeah, to help Yeah, same him with Boy Meets World, where it's like there's a bad boy and a nerdy kid, but they actually do love each other and are friends from the get-go. Um, I don't know, but I think it is that 
classic tale <laughs> that we all have seen. Tale is told this time. So they're back home, and now Garfield. He promised. He said he was only going to give Odie one piece of candy, but he gives him the whole his whole half of the of the. He gives him a whole bag, half the loot. And my thought was perhaps too much chocolate because yes, it's not all going to be chocolate. There's going to be some chocolate in there, and that's not healthy for dogs. But he's a kid. <laughs> you still think he's a kid? Do you think that this is a Casper the Friendly Ghost the movie? situation where John Arbuckle is some sort of madman inventor who lost his son and is trying to bring his son back to life and he did this experiment that tried to bring his son back to life but instead of putting him in a human form his son got put into the form of Garfield the cat. I like that theory. I think that's a good theory. We don't really know the origin of Garfield. Um, I'm looking it up on Reddit. uh, Blue Genie (laughs) Blue Genie says John fucked a cat and Garfield came out. Oh, okay. Well, that that, that works too. Um, so we end the special with Garfield going to going to bed and putting on the TV, and on the TV, uh, the old the same old man I think is on the screen yeah. wearing a pirate hat, and he with says hat with Garfield's hat, and it's he says bizarre. He says, good evening and welcome to our all night pirate movie festival. So it's Halloween nights. They're showing a bunch of pirate movies. (laughs) Here's my theory. That that man was in the house, stole Garfield's hat, then stole his boat so he could get to the TV studio on time to host. Or it's meant to make you think that this was all in Garfield's head. I think the old man's an imposter. I think he he was on the run from the pirates. He just ended up at a TV studio, and he saw there that there was you know going to be a pirate movie marathon. He puts on Garfield's hat, and he's like, "I'm here to host the show." They've never seen this guy before, so they just push him in front of the camera. He's hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. How did he? How did he see that the TV station was going to do a pirate movie marathon? <laughs> did they have like a, a big TV billboard? Guide. Oh yeah, TV. they have it. They have a chalkboard that says what what all what marathons they're doing. And you know, oh, how so he was those inside are all the TV live. <laughs> yeah, those are hosted live to tape. Okay, we're <laughs> feeding it straight through. But my my other question though is why is why are they showing a pirate movie marathon on Halloween? On Halloween. <laughs> It's not a pirate holiday. It just happened that Garfield is dressed like a pirate. Um, I mean, maybe they're showing the fog. Yeah, maybe that's what they're implying. If I went to a a pirate movie festival and they showed the fog, I don't know that I would be happy. If I went to a pirate movie festival, one, I wouldn't be happy because I think (laughs) you'd only be showing the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, which I would not (laughs) see. What a bummer <laughs> to be to go to what you think is a pirate movie festival and it's just the pirates of the movie pirates of the caribbean movies and they're out of order, order for some reason <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that would suck but i get but also it's just weird that cuz you don't do like Mm, this is a nurse movie marathon. <laughs> we, 
you don't do occupation-based movie marathons. Pirate is kind of a special occupation, though. <laughs> it's, I think it's not quite the same as movie marathon. Uh, but a nurse movie marathon, now that I'm thinking about it, would be pretty good. You can watch all the episodes of Nurse Jackie. You watch the Renee Zellweger movie, Nurse Betty. All the episodes of, of Ratchet. Yeah. Which <laughs> Why I are we watching TV that? at this movie marathon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's I think that's the end of the, of the special. So I guess we got to move on to rating. <laughs> oh we got to rate it. I mean, this is an Emmy-winning special. I think it would be disingenuous to rate it anything less than five Emmys. Out of? Five Emmys. Oh. (laughs) I'm going to rate it how I want to rate it. That's fair. But I'll let you two go first. Oh, I rate it five Emmys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give it lasagna. uh, Because Nick, it only won one Emmy, right? Yeah. (laughs) How many Emmys have you won, Lance? Um, I'm going to give it uh, two and a half trays of lasagna because it's fine. It's a fine (laughs) special. Yeah, I'm going to revise my score to two Emmys because it's (laughs) it's not very good, but I do like how it got kind of scary in the middle there. Uh, Chrissy? Um, I'm going to give it also two i'll give it two um boats filled with me candy (laughs) and um i think it is because there's a lot of things that are a little disjointed i wish the story built a little bit more um not coherently but maybe in a way that when we're starting the episode like binky the clown I feel like the motivation of that at the beginning is not fully that's just there to tell him it's Halloween, but with some, with a symbol that strong at the beginning to say, if you don't work out with me, you're worthless. Like that Binky leaves an impression and it's not motivating anything into the back half of, or the story at all. Yeah. Why not throw in a scary clown? Yeah. Later in the show. I, and I like the whole being at the at the house, but again, that comes like way in the middle of it, and we're not ramping. And only until kind of halfway through the episode are we learning, like, oh, Garfield's afraid. Garfield says he's not afraid, which you would say is like the character game we're playing with here. Is is Garfield afraid? Is he not? Can he handle Halloween? But that's not really. That doesn't come in until the Scaredy Cat song. No, yeah, like the first half of the show is kind of unrelated to the second half. I don't think it should have won the Emmy. (laughs) I want to know what it was up against. Garfield in Paradise. (laughs) Wait, really? Uh, Garfield was up against itself? Yes, that's what I said at the beginning. The only oh, other thing it was nominated against was another Garfield special, Garfield in, Sp- in Paradise. Wow, Garfield in Paradise must have sucked. Okay, well, I think that about wraps things up. So the only thing left to say is that's the Garftoberfest news, and I am out of here. See you in the Garftober papers. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Hungry Cat Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your Garfield thoughts, drawings, and feedback to HungryCatDaily at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at HungryCatDaily or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungryCatDaily for full videos of each episode. And until next time, stay hungry.